0: Welcome to Black Mirror Cracked, Season 5. There will be spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Ashley's music career didn't end there, thanks to a remarkable
1: technological leap. We discovered that although we couldn't communicate with Ashley, we could read her brainwaves using a temporal interceptor.
0: Once plugged in, what they heard stopped them in their tracks.
1: Music. She was still composing music in her head in her dreams.
0: Okay, welcome to Black Mirror Cracked. My name is James Ide, I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss, analyse and talk all things Black Mirror. Today we're going to be speaking about Rachel, Jack and Ashley Too, which is an episode from the new season five, which is finally with us. But I'm not alone today. I am joined by two very wonderful guests. Firstly, I'm joined by...
2: Hello, I'm Vicky Newman. (laughs) That doesn't usually make us laugh. Um, so, I am a senior celebrity reporter here at Mirror Online and Miley Cyrus Superfan.
0: Oh, amazing. I knew there was a reason I got you in here. Oh, I just
2: love her. <laughs> I love <laughs> her so much.
1: And we are also joined today by Lewis Knight. I'm a community team assistant at the Mirror and also write about a lot of Netflix stuff, including Black Mirror. Um, and yeah, I love depressing stuff written by Charlie Brooker. The important question here is Are you a Miley Cyrus fan? Yes.
2: <laughs> Who isn't though, guys? I right? mean,
0: no, I see. I'm more of a Hannah Montana guy myself. It's the same know. person, mate. What? <laughs> I told you there'd be
1: spoilers. <laughs> right, you okay.
2: spoiler Hannah Montana. <laughs> it's like 10 year old.
1: <laughs> so, we just can't start.
0: So uh, in this episode, um, how would you, so how would we very briefly synopsize this episode? Like what happens?
2: It's basically about a pop star Mm -hmm. named Ashley Orr, played by Miley. Um, And she is sort of managed by her aunt and she's like the hugest star. And there's a girl called Rachel. Yes. Who is a huge fan of hers. Um they basically bring out this like little doll thing that's kind of a robot and it's meant to have Ashley's kind of like
0: her personality.
2: Yeah, it's meant to kind of be her. It's like your little friend. And so Rachel hasn't really, she seems like a bit of an outsider. She's not really got many friends. She's yep. a huge Ashley fan. And she begs her dad to get her this doll for her birthday. And it's just like a little pal. She talks to her all the time, practices her dance moves with her. Sings mm. along to her music.
0: This sounds too wholesome. Something tells you well, something. Well, yeah, happens. there's a
2: there's a much darker side to it. Obviously, you see that Ashley is quite a tormented soul. She's really controlled by her aunt as well. And she doesn't really want to be doing what she's doing. But she's under contract until her 25th birthday. Um, but there's also, it's quite reminiscent of Hannah Montana. It's a bit weird because obviously you've got like Ashley, the normal girl who's mm-hmm. got um, just lovely brunette locks and then when she becomes Ashley Orr she puts this pink wig on which I
0: myself am modeling right now y-
2: it's you look great in it I know I've, I've, never f-
0: I've never felt so you know and the, amazing. the power of a podcast is that no one will ever know you are lying <laughs> like oh <laughs> slander um so would this story have worked if Miley Cyrus hadn't played the main character do you think it would have do you think anyone else could have played yeah. her? Do you think anyone else could have delivered? I really
2: don't. I think it's just so perfect Why? for Miley. Why? Well, I just think, obviously, you know, you've got that kind of mirroring of her life as Hannah Montana, like that whole kind of the wig thing and everything. And Well, the
0: cleaner than clean image Yeah, as and well. I think, obviously,
2: you know, you'll remember Miley had a bit of a crazy phase, if we can call it that, where once she came out of the whole Disney thing, she went a bit off the rails. She kind of was really trying so hard to find her own identity in a and way, to I think. push back against the identity yeah. that had been put out yeah. as her. exactly. I think obviously, you know, when she was working for Disney, when she was Hannah Montana, she was under so much pressure to maintain this, you know, clean cut image of this like perfect teenage girl. And when she came out of that, she, you know, she cut all her hair off. She started making music that was really different and really edgy.
0: Um, actually, there are parallels with that. Ashley, does yeah. that, you know when she tries to put on different makeup, when mm. she tries to, when she refuses to wear her costume, yeah, and when she's playing, you know, different music.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so kind of reflective of mm. of what Miley herself actually went through. And so, I mean, I I've, I don't know personally if Charlie Brooker kind of wrote this with Miley in mind. But it seems, it seems t- that that would be the case because it's so, it's so perfect for her. Definitely.
0: Yeah, Lewis, do you think anyone else could have played
1: her? Um, I don't think so. I think there is, as Vicky was saying, there's such a context to that character because Miley's playing her because she has all of gone through similar experiences as well, and I think also by using her her voice work as well with Ashley too. And she's done a lot of voice work before, and she's got such a distinctive voice. I don't know if people could really, um, there could be other stars that could necessarily capture that. I mean, she was in even Guardians of the Galaxy 2 as like a small kind of like robotic role. So it's quite quite (laughs) enough. There are are definite like parallels. Like we know that she can do these things. So I don't know necessarily if they could have got someone with such a expressive personality and voice.
0: Here's a slightly crueler question Could you say the same for any of the rest of the cast? Could they have been easily recast? Would you have noticed? Would you have felt well, no different?
2: I didn't know who anybody else was. I've never seen anybody else in anything before that I'm aware of. Okay. Off, the, off the top of my head. I mean, But do
0: you think any of those characters you're like, oh, do you know who would have been perfect for that? Is there anyone, you know? Mm,
2: I think I think it was really well cast. Yeah. Like, I think the two girls were were great. They were like such polar opposites. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Rachel obviously, Jack. yeah, Jack was like. You know, she was like, "Oh, I'm too cool to like Ashley. Like it's lame that yeah. you like her." And she was more rocky and edgy, it was all kind and of, yeah, m-
0: like rock and punk. Yeah, and, and like they
2: had the perfect look, and yeah, like I really felt for Rachel. I just wanted to be her mate. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was interesting because they're they're both that kind of that side of things. They're both grieving themselves in different ways for them. And then you've got obviously we see what Ashley's going through as well. So she's um, been orphaned and she's been left with this kind of wicked stepmother kind of figure. Um, So I think it's kind of like you see how Rachel's really feeding into Ashley as kind of her support system in a way. Um, But then her sister is also kind of turning to music as well, just a different edgier. They're an interesting family because one thing I
0: noticed is none of them want to talk about the mum. Now, you don't know when Genevieve died. You don't know when the mum died. It could have been not very long ago, Mm. which could explain a lot of things. So, for example, the dad... When I was watching it, I, I couldn't work out. Is he, is he high all the time? Is he drunk or is he just a bad dad? And then I kind of thought about it. Well, well maybe he's grieving. Mm. I, di- I didn't feel that came across very well. A couple of scenes of him, like maybe stroking a picture of the mum. I know it's cliche, but something to say, oh no, he's, he's a normal person or he's a good man. He's just messed up, which is why he's obsessed with the the you know rodent thing. Um, and also Jack goes into her music or into her mum's music yeah Rachel who do you know what I, I get the feeling that the moving house was is a bit of an excuse I get the feeling she's not a particularly talkative or outgoing person anyway mm. and obviously having a mum die would only make that worse as well so I think they're a, a, an interesting family that they that don't talk
2: yeah I mean I think it's interesting like you know the the th- three very different ways of dealing with grief year yeah I know what you're saying about it would have made it a bit more obvious if like there was a funeral brochure lying around with the date on and yeah. things like that. But like, or, you know, the picture and everything. But I just think, you know, you you can't, you can't say what's normal to grieve for someone. You can't say what a normal way to act is. Like mm-hmm. everybody handles something like that differently. And
1: True. some
2: people shut down. I think the dad's maybe just kind of shut, shutting life out and just doesn't want to. And he's f- like, so focused on his business because yeah he just needs to otherwise he'll just fall apart. Mm.
0: Yeah. And and there could be financial things as well. Mm. It's just interesting because the mum is such a non character. Like she's so not in it. She's just a very small plot point to mm. explain why oh, why the dad's there and why he's kind of useless and why Jack has to kind of act like a mum sometimes. Um, I don't I
2: don't I don't think that they're much Different in age, though. I don't get the impression that yeah. she's a
0: lot older. Yeah, mm. I get the feeling she's like 16, 17, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah, but she feels like
1: that I think that makes all the difference because so she's oh kind of yeah like bossing of course. Her about. And also because
0: of the type of person she is, you know, her kind of tough... Yeah, persona actually, that yeah. she's kind of taken on. Exactly. That's and that's
1: what's nice when they come together. And
0: that is a huge theme in this episode, personas and what you put forward as well. Like Jax is obviously different. There are bits where Ashley too is talking to her and she seems like she's getting quite, you know... Um, touched by, you know, Ashley asking about her mum and she doesn't mm. want to talk about it, you mm. know. So, whereas, of course, she's trying to be tough all the time and the dad, well, the dad's pretty two-dimensional, actually, I have yeah. to say. Um, and, of course, Ashley's actual problems with persona, which is a whole other thing that we'll get to. Big can of worms, someone. Yeah, we'll get to that down the line. Um, one thing I wanted to ask is um, Catherine, the aunt, or the momager, Mm
2: -hmm. mama joe yeah
0: i mean is that a kind of normal thing in celebrity culture i mean i assume managers are quite controlling and especially if they're a relation Mm -hmm. i thought this was a really interesting dynamic i don't know if it occurs in anyone else other than the kardashians obviously
2: well i mean i'm not gonna you know i'm not saying in that sense that it occurs with the whole evil i control your life thing but it's not really unusual for it to kind of be a bit of a family business like you've mentioned obviously the Kardashians like Kris Jenner is the ultimate momager she even had a trademarked and everything oh god that's Mm. so
0: awful no it's not it's
1: so horrible Kris Jenner she is a genius she manages her own mom now MJ
0: yeah really
2: I love MJ she's
0: sweet this is horrible would you (laughs) want to have a momager would you want to have someone control the perception of you so it's not you know, it's not you, but it's how you're put out there. What if they were like, Vicky? You need to because red hair is your brand. You need to have it this color. Or maybe they go, well, red hair's not in anymore. You have to have blonde hair all the time, all the time.
2: I'd say that is gingerist and you are upsetting me. So please leave my <laughs> eyeliner. Wow,
1: that's why I didn't want you to have the the orange mic. I think that <laughs> would have been a bit too, a bit too on the
0: nose.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's. I mean, it's happened with a lot of, like, obviously Beyoncé, like her mums, kind of her manager as well. Right. Like, it's not unusual. But I think, obviously, is it healthy? I mean, I think her? they've obviously got the best interests at heart, haven't they? But
0: do they? You assume they well, do because yes, they're family. You assume so, but, but maybe not. Maybe Catherine they do didn't. see them as exactly. Well, I know Catherine isn't real, but <laughs> but she kind of um, you know sees Ashley as a cash cow, and and she does. Will, will do anything to keep that control, which is a very Yeah, strong... it's a bit like
1: a fairy tale almost, like that. she's kind of like that wicked stepmother that's taken her over and wants her for her own personal gain, and yeah. she's in control the whole time, but she doesn't want her kind of breaking free.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's almost, it's very fairy tale-esque uh, how evil she is, because as you said, we get very little um, insight into her motives for this. You know, she she does give the little speech, but part of me feels like that's a bit of a an act just to... To her, Ashley, yeah, manipulate, Maybe, her. yeah, yeah. And to manipulate because she shows to be very manipulative straight away, and like when she's playing the piano, she's like, "Oh, what are you playing?" And then instantly yeah. behind her back, she's like, "Oh, this is rubbish that I no mean, one will like."
2: Yeah, at the very start as well when you first see Catherine and you see Ashley's having an interview and they kind of ask about her aunt being her manager yeah she's very favorable towards her she talks but about there's how there's a pause as well she, yeah but she
0: does kind of she stops and kind of goes oh yeah well she's obviously yeah
2: but it's kind of you know when at first you don't realize that there's that dark side to it mm. and then i think but it's quite telling when you say ashley sat at the piano and she's obviously playing something that's so different mm. to her And she's of,
0: very protective of it she like mm. stops Hides her notebook for good reason mm. um, and instantly because you know on the first time watching it there were bits where i was like i kind of suspected that uh her aunt was evil but then on another hand i thought oh maybe she's just maybe she's not and ashley's messed up because of fame or other things you know i, I kind of almost felt sympathetic almost uh, in the aunt. I mean, is she redeemable at all? Is there is there no, anything? Human- absolutely not. Pure think evil. So. Pure evil. She is kind of played, you know, for cruel, manipulative. She's incre- incredibly manipulative. There are times when she comes up to Ashley and like, oh, you know, you know, I care about you. Are you okay? But then secretly, you know, speaking mm. to her team, she's uh, wanting to.
2: But yeah, I mean, control. when she when she kind of spikes Ashley with these drugs, but f- just oh. before she does that, she she kind of makes a speech, doesn't she, about... Um, she makes a speech about how she, obviously Ashley's parents died and she was kind of forced to take her in mm. and she was younger than Ashley is now when that mm. happened. So she kind of says that, like, Ashley ruined her life in a way and yeah. that this is the way that she has to repair for what she's done for her by taking her in. So it's really sinister... And it's awful, I, you know. It is a really abusive relationship.
0: Yeah. it's it's the closest thing that Catherine gets to being humanized, though, where she, you know, says. I just, I
2: just don't, doesn't I, make, doesn't, nah. does exclude I, uh, absolutely no sympathy for this woman. She is a stone cold B word. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think Ashley too should have unplugged her. I oh think.
0: wow, wow! Do you think that having episodes like this and Sanjay Napiro like kind of more upbeat episodes do you think that's a good thing did did you like it is is it what you come to black mirror for um
2: i mean obviously every like every episode is totally different which is always great about black mirror but i do like that this one has a bit of a happy ending because you don't often get that yeah and it's nice to just that it works out for the people who it should work out for Mm. i like that i didn't i did I was really happy that it were ended the way it did. It? Not, no, not really, because usually it's it you don't get a happy end in a Black Mirror. Really, do you? No mm. one kind of wins, and it just raises all these issues and everything. And I think that the it did it did look like it was gonna end in tragedy at one point. Oh yeah, well there were a couple of moments where mm. I kind of
0: thought, oh oh, something bad's gonna happen, especially when certain elements of technology were mentioned. I kind of thought, oh, it's going down this road. Uh, so, for example, obviously, when uh, Ashley 2 pulls out the plug, when yeah. Ashley, you're like, oh, no, oh, this is this is Black Mirror. This is it. Yeah,
1: bad robot. Yeah, bad Very robot. Evil. Bad
0: robot killed the original. Oh, this is so Black Mirror. But no, it, it comes back from that. She knew what she was doing. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I don't think she did. I think think she exactly as she said, like, I know me. I wouldn't want to be in that position. And the, oh, that's another thing. Ashley 2. Is really fascinating because obviously, as we said, they've covered uh, this kind of personality or brain cloning before in the episodes White Christmas and Callister. And there's quite a lot of horror to that, like mm. having your entire personality copied and then placed somewhere else. They're, they're massively big, black Mirrorish questions. Ashley, too, doesn't seem that bothered. Like, other than I can't open doors and oh, I've got this, no legs you know she doesn't ever go oh my god i'm in a plastic shot oh my god kill me or oh what is this life yeah. she she pretty much adapts to it straight away and she doesn't seem bothered <laughs> It's yeah, that weird. is
2: true.
1: That is funny. I hadn't that thought was, of that. That was
0: one thing I found a little bit weird, a little bit disconcerting.
1: I guess they kind of hinted that she was kind of always there, even when she had that limiter in. So it was kind of like, maybe she'd had already had a while to kind of get accustomed to this form. It's just she couldn't really voice anything. Yeah, true. I mean, God, yeah, that's
0: another thing, that the, the control that's placed on her. The limiter affecting, limiting her thoughts and limiting what she can put out there. Um, but I just still found it very weird that once she's free, she's never like, she never questions it. She's just like, okay, this is who I am. You know, let's go save the real me. Yeah. You know? Whereas, you know, I'd probably be like, oh, screw the real me. What? What about this me? I'm I'm me right now. Why am I in this stupid plastic body? Yeah. <laughs> she can't open doors. <laughs> she can't open doors, which is a really funny bit. Uh, basically, all uh, Ashley Two's kind of um, plot is kind of played for laughs. She's she is you know the the comedy Mm. in the episode and don't get me wrong it's done very well and it is really funny but i always thought oh there'd be something more to that you know there should be or maybe she's not a complete clone because again you'd think there'd be more to it more to my god what have you people done to me (laughs) or like i've been turned into a toy for kids (laughs) this is messed up
2: yeah it's pretty messed up i guess but it is funny, though, like you say, with the other episodes and, you know, you kind of, there was this sort of ethical argument around it, wasn't it? That, yeah. you know, that copy isn't real, but it doesn't know.
0: Yeah. And it's got sentience. It it can think. Therefore, mm. you know. Does therefore, it, it is. Well, therefore, oh, it's so <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> oh, this, is what, this is what we do. It's oh, getting deep, record.
2: guys. settling. in.
0: <laughs> um, we're not there yet, but one day we might... Uh, Black Mirror has played with the idea of cloning personalities. Do you think the personalities in this are real? Would you Would you ever have it done? Like, would you ever have a clone of yourself?
2: I don't think they need more of me, to be honest. I'm quite a handful on my own. I think. <laughs> um, Imagine two of you. <laughs> two of us would be unbearable. I reckon. <laughs> Most I people so. can't put up with one, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'd like to do it. I no. think, like you know, when I die, I'll just be dead. And I don't think that I, I just no I, I I'm not into it. Being, no, you wouldn't being, want a
0: mini you or no? I don't think so. Plus, there's all these so. weird existential questions like, is that thing's life hell? You don't yeah, know.
2: I don't like you know in some of the other episodes where you see, I think it's in White Christmas where you see like yep. they get literally tortured until oh, yeah. they become subservient. Like, yeah, I, time I is made to pass I uh, if do they went.
0: Yeah. do as they're told which is i
2: couldn't do that to a little me i'd feel too sorry for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean could you, you, could you imagine funny. if your alexa with your like your personality one day just went you know you were doing normal things like oh you know vicky what's the time Oh, the time is this <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and then it suddenly right. went why are you doing this to me alexa has i don't missed... want to be here <laughs> and they'd be like oh god oh geez oh. See,
2: you'd feel terrible yeah alexa missed a trick though not giving that a geordie accent Everyone mm. loves the Geordie accent, right? It's been voted in polls and all. Thought, oh as wow, the top yeah. accent. Did
0: the mirror write those polls?
2: I mean, I wrote it, yeah. just, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> no. no, this is a true fact. You look it up. Wow, you look it
0: up, Lewis. Would you have your personality uh, put into a
1: an AI? I mean, there's such a can of worms. I think around like getting into what is what is sentience, what is free yep. will, what's a human anyway? Like, where where does it all? fit in who, what counts but I think I probably would but it'd be nice to have that kind of like person that just gets you like you like you, you can have like your 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 spouse and your, your parents but yeah. no one gets you apart from you and then if it's a little cute toy then you can always hang out but what if it resents you see what if I mean that could
0: be Did another they have episode to be evil? what if it hated you no it wouldn't be evil but can you imagine like your personality's been cloned so from your perception you were you a minute ago now you're not Where's the fairness in that? I'm in a plastic rubbish body. I can't live my life, and I'm supposed to be subservient to someone else, which is you. But mm. obviously, it's weird. I mean, I know, speaking as me, I would hate that, and I would watch
1: out for that little git.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With I mean, maybe that's just because you know you. Yeah, sure, <laughs> And true. what you'd get up yeah, to? I'd use about mine.
1: Me. I think I'd use mine like a bit like hang the DJ for like my love life. Really? So, like, you go you're experiment. Not,
0: you've got a terrible love life. So, what's you, well? <laughs> what's this is why I need it. It's it's all the little meanings. God, do. it's getting personal. <laughs> One thing I want to ask you guys is: if you can have any, you know, celebrity or historical figure or personality put into a mini version, like an Ashley Two, is there anyone you would want to have as a toy or as a little ooh, friend?
1: Keeping the <laughs> thing like the. Uh maybe a bit of a southern theme, I'd probably really like Reese Witherspoon. I feel really? like she'd be really... Oh, that's an odd choice. I just feel like she'd be... <laughs> that's awfully <specific. laughs> I love it. But I just feel like she'd be very, like, empowering. She yeah. seems like such they an still... upbeat
0: person. Yeah, but that's, again, the side of her you see through press and press junkets and, like, interviews, and which is what Ashley... Well, in fact, if anything, you've... Yeah, you've answered the question perfectly because even Ashley says this is only four percent of me, the the part that has to deal with press. Yeah. <laughs> Which I took <take> offence. To. <laughs> just like obviously. All right, we get to see the smallest, worst side of you. Um what about you, Vicky? Any people that you'd want to see?
2: I mean, obviously as I've said, love a bit of Miley. Like, I've so been, you'd be happy with that? too? I'd be happy with a Miley doll, yeah. I've yeah. been obsessed with her for like 10 years pretty much. Wow. Yeah, like I used to go home from university and watch Hannah Montana. And my brother <laughs> used to absolutely rinse his forehead. Because he was like, you are definitely too old. One of the, you're, <laughs> never, you're never too I'm old for right? Hannah Montana. I'm sorry. One of the best things ever happened to me as... Well, before I moved out and I lived at home, was when I got a skybox in my room with Disney on. And I used to be able to sit and just watch Hannah Montana all day long. And it was the best time of my life. Oh, why Thank not? you. It, no, it's, it's got all right since. Do you have the movie though? <laughs> obviously i've got the movie <laughs> so in the cinema made oh wow um but yeah all apart from mighty though i think rupaul
0: would be amazing oh what yes. a good choice right oh <gasps> yeah. rupaul would be raising you up every single day oh, you would God, never yeah. feel bad about yourself you yeah, would always have cool things to say would even sass a bit occasionally oh, oh, for or you sure. could be like oh Perfect. i saw lewis today and he insulted me and he'd be like oh forget him
1: he he'd. Yeah. I, I can't swear. So, uh, <laughs> I away, hon. Sasha like, away. Yeah. No, but then he might be a bit like, "Oh, the camera's not on, so I'm not even going to bother talking to you." Now. That's true. <laughs> that yeah. is true.
0: What, what about you? Who would you choose? Well, I was thinking about this, and I thought Charlie Charlie Brooker would be a good one, uh, but I imagine he'd be Teacher's because it's parent. not actually him; it's a caricature of his personality and his personality. Because I've been a big fan of Charlie mm. Brookers for oh my god since I was a teenager, because I used to read his game reviews. Um, it would be a very misanthropic, like, oh, I had a bad day at work today. He'd be like, yeah, they're all bums, aren't they? (laughs) He'd just say something really childish, vulgar, and a bit, you know, dark and misanthropic. You'd
1: get
2: a lot of sarcasm. Oh, yeah, Mm. you'd
0: get loads. Uh, So I don't know if that would work. Another one I thought about is Hunter S. Thompson from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and, you know... uh, Yeah. But that would be kind of nonsensical, drug-addled, weird little robot, like, look out for the giant lizards everywhere. (laughs) You know, it would just... It would devolve very much. Well, good quickly. for your mental health, I don't think. No, but amusing. And that is the point of a toy. Is it a toy, though? Well, true. I mean, if it's a copy of The Personality and... Uh, or maybe Patrick Stewart. He could say some really cool inspirational things. Especially if he was in character as Captain Picard. Yes, I'm a massive nerd.
2: I'd prefer him as um, Avery Bullock.
0: Oh, that would be a good <laughs> one. I'd prefer Charles Xavier. Oh, so so we'd all have different. Different Patrick Patrick Stewart Stewart <laughs> <dolls> <laughs> in different modes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: well, I'll have a Patrick, please. Oh my God, that would be perfect for these dolls if you could have an actor, but there's like switch on the side. You oh, and you can change their roles characters. or download
0: as like a DLC their other characters. Yeah. Like the default could be the actor and it probably wouldn't be that interesting. But then you could download a character yeah. and then they'd suddenly be.
2: That's the way to market this. Oh,
0: see? So many ideas people could rip off this podcast. (laughs) Black Mirror started life on Channel 4 as a British show and it's now a global um, thing. Uh, This is definitely the most Hollywood episode, you know, sort of with a happy ending and the sort of Hollywood themes Mm. that run throughout. Do you think Black Mirror loses anything by, well, kind of selling out and becoming more global and losing its Britishness? It's kind of... Dirty ropey
1: beginnings in it. Mm, I don't think so. No, I think I think it's I think evolved it quite a bit. I mm. think so much. So many of like the best episodes of the show have come since it moved to Netflix, and they've had big budgets, big stars, big kind of creative names. And you don't involved. think anything's been lost in that process? I don't think so, especially because um, in the recent series they have kept kind of those episodes that are a bit more like dark and grim and British and gritty. <laughs> and so I think they haven't necessarily lost that. They've just kind of like added to it quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I think it would get a bit boring if everything was a nihilistic British outlook. And I say this as a British person. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind a bit of Hollywood in my life.
0: I think it also helps round out the, the universe or multiverse, depending on how you interpret the, uh, the black mirror shows. Mm. Um, what about you? Vicky? What do you
2: think? No, I, I don't think it's lost anything. I think like you say, it's just, it's changed and it's grown and you know, it's a global audience now. It's so it's, they've got to kind of take it up a notch, really. and But it's, it's still stayed true to itself, I think. And mm-hmm. it's still, you know, it's still Charlie Brooker through and through, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the thing. And
0: yeah, as long as Charlie and Annabelle are kind of running the show, it's it's definitely going to keep that vibe, I think. Yeah, he's and
2: always going to maintain kind of his view and he's got, like, obviously certain issues that he wants to kind of nail on the head and everything. And, you know, this this episode and like brings a whole new kind of layer to everything doesn't it and it's an issue that it hasn't really dealt with before Mm -hmm. but i think like you say it's really kind of of the time and Mm -hmm. it's it's an important thing to kind of that's why it's interesting
0: to watch older episodes actually because the the series and some of the episodes are very of their time when they come out black mirror isn't obviously that old but already you watch the first series Mm -hmm. well actually throughout all the series there's certain episodes that stand out and you're like oh that's very you know 20 of that moment, you know? or whatever mm. yeah yeah um so what uh technology do you think is the most kind of uh, interesting in this episode do, or, or believable in fact or did you really have to suspend disbelief on some of these the,
2: the most believable is definitely that you could just have this little talking doll you think that i mean that's i mean those things exist We've all had Talk and Tom on my phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> then, no, th- I mean, that kind of thing does exist to obviously a much lesser extent that you've got this little kind of robot and it'll have a conversation with you. Obviously, this takes it to a whole new level with the fact that it's kind of, it is actually really listening to you and it is mm. conversing with you. That's the, that's the difference. But I mean, the, the whole technology of being able to extract brainwaves and dreams and take these songs out of our head and make them into actual music that's terrifying like i hope that's not
0: i don't
1: think we're anywhere near that i hope
2: that's never going to be a real thing no one wants to sing in my head let's put it that way
1: (laughs) yeah i think that's probably the one that i probably there needs to be a few more leaps and bounds i think the thing i found most believable was the holograms because they already they do exist but to such a exaggerated yeah, But At, it,
0: that was the one of the bits of technology that I thought was very like, oh yeah, we're going to see that in like two years.
1: Well, there's already those like that recent um, Madonna performance where there was like tons of her but on to the stage. Level
0: they explain so they explain it as like, oh yeah, like making her huge, which yeah, I guess is similar to that. And also going, well, we can do an entire tour in one night yeah, you and, and streaming stream it. Her. And yeah. also, you can have a stand-in playing the role of your, you know, singer. I think that's totally doable. We can do oh, amazing yeah. 3D scans of people. Obviously, people seeing a hologram will accept a little bit of loss of, you know, if it doesn't look 100% dead on, you might go, oh, you know.
2: I it's... don't like the idea of them making a giant, though. And oh, see, like... I thought that was very cool. And then it also everyone at the back has a great view. But it's just weird, isn't it? And it it's, is weird. It's not just about that one person. It's about the whole staging and everything. And like.
0: And it kind of breaks the uncanny valley. You, you're just... not seeing a person anymore.
2: It, you don't want to just stand, sit there and just watch a giant hologram I mean, you mouthing don't. along. I do. To the words like you want the whole spectacle you want yeah. the show and you well you want to
0: feel it's authentic i think that's why people yeah. still like live music because i was thinking if they did this with a hologram and maybe the actual person or maybe a stand you wouldn't know mm. you you get the feeling the music would probably be almost exactly as on cd well cd <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it would be almost exactly also as downloaded on other platforms yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would sound exactly the same so what would be the now. point
2: yeah i mean i i get annoyed if to be, like, if I go to a concert and then I can't really see them because I've got, like, there's people on shoulders in front of you and stuff people like holding that. holding up phones. and, and they even like, make a point oh, of that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, like, I it's might annoying. as well be sat at home just listening to the CD. Yeah. I remember going to see Little Mix a while ago. <laughs> Don't laugh. I love Little Mix. Okay. Right? I went to see them in um, at an outdoor gig, and obviously there's loads of kids there, and they're all, like, on the dad's shoulders, and I was just kicking off. And I was like, you know, I could have stayed at home, put the CD on and told me niece to turn around and let us look at her back for two hours if <laughs> I'd wanted. Like, that's not what I came here for. And I couldn't see them and I was raging. I really was. <laughs> but I wouldn't have liked to see a giant hologram either. So there's no pleasiness, basically. No. No pleasiness.
0: Uh, well, mice that can taser other mice. I mean, that's that. I believe that. Oh, completely. yeah, that could easily be. The, the personality thing. copying, obviously, yeah, I don't think we're anywhere near anything like that but because it's been set up in other episodes you kind of understand what it is straight away and the implications of it so that's you know i can see why that's that's put in there
1: i think bread bins like verified certified certified bread, certified bin. bread bins yeah yeah which we do need and i think that needs to happen do you
0: think there's a point that this episode is trying
1: to make do you think there's a moral do you think there's a i th- think there's probably like there's a lot going on in this one i think yeah. that was maybe one of my only things where i was kind of a bit like with the others they were very like fable-esque they were very like specific kind they of they is more concentrated didn't they yeah and th- this was like, there was a lot of stuff going on about celebrity ai identity um, immortality yeah but through technology there, it's kind of like a lot of different themes that have been used in other episodes maybe in a bit more of a concentrated way but i think it, it did kind of build into this idea of it being a very big hollywood rump where mm-hmm. you were kind of getting swept up with a story rather than necessarily the message. Okay. What about
2: you? Uh, well, I think it had quite a strong message about like mental health. Really? And It's a, it's a real big talking point at the minute. Obviously, you know, there's, there's been a lot of tragedy lately. Yep. And I think especially, you know, with our, the showbiz department, we've written a lot about this kind of thing lately. And I think it just kind of shows you that, you know, you don't, the image that you're seeing isn't necessarily what that person's feeling or thinking Mm. and it kind of just shows you like not to maybe take things for granted too much or at face value yeah and the kind of you don't know what someone's going through and I think you know anyone all these Ashley O fans thought she's living her best life she's so happy she's like got everything she's ever wanted and you know she's so unhappy Mm. and it's it's quite tragic really that she's kind of suffering through that and she hasn't got anyone to turn to
0: they don't really know how to deal with the real ashley when they're confronted with her you know ashley too is very easy to to deal with mm. when Rachel was talking to her um and jack can obviously ignore her and tell her to shut up or shut down you know mm. go to sleep mm. but when the actual personality and the blocks are removed and she becomes a little foul-mouthed <laughs> uh hilarious but angry version of herself and she even says you know no this is the real me this is how i
1: feel all the time yeah um yeah. That, that's really interesting. I think kind of building back into the idea of it having a happy ending and being quite upbeat, yeah. I think one thing that did strike me as quite of the moment and relevant, I know it's it's almost cliche now to say this is very of the like Me Too era and all this kind of thing, but I think yeah. the... Ashley's very much a victim of abuse of her aunt, so I kind of think that victory was needed to kind Mm. of send a bit more of a message and everyone's needed a bit of positivity yeah because lately there has been such a mood of empowering kind of abuse victims and things I don't think it I don't know if that that doesn't doesn't
0: (laughs) often bow to any of those things usually you know it's usually pointing out that these things exist and drawing a a spotlight on them but not giving you the ending you want or the happy ending i kept thinking okay the aunt's gonna win somehow yeah she's gonna swing it back i mean that was nice that that it turned it on its head and you had a happy ending because you weren't expecting it and Mm. i think that's one thing black mirror loves to do is subvert expectations which is what this was a very good uh good episode for that you know obviously you've got miley and regardless if you know about her and hannah montana this is a very like you know strong role that's you know, she she goes from pop star to obviously, well, she's still a pop star. Well, actually, what is she at the end? She's she's uh, playing music, but in like a dive bar and
2: yeah, it's a bit, it's more rocky and it's kind of more. She
0: passes the bar early in the episode mm. and she looks out to it and people are laughing and having fun and she kind of, you know, does been an authentic
1: self rather yeah. than just this. Do you think authenticity is a big deal in this episode? Machine? Yes, for sure. I think that's a big thing because I think um Rachel and Jack are struggling with that as well trying to figure out who they are I think Rachel thinks if she becomes Ashley that's kind of her way of of embracing who she is but actually it's realizing who they are and where they kind of fit into it feels like Jack's trying to become her mum exactly there's a lot of stuff around
0: identity is there uh anything you guys want to specifically talk about with this episode anything you want to cover or touch on I can
2: uh I just think it's really exciting to see Miley back acting like we haven't seen her acting for a while now. I was
0: going to say, yeah, what else has she been in? Because I only know her as yeah, Hannah Montana. So, and oh, uh, Hannah, Man-
2: Hannah Montana wasn't a first role. It was her first major role. Right. Um, But she'd, she'd sort of done a, like a couple of little kind of bit parts in movies before then. Um, and she went on to, after Hannah Montana, she's she done quite a lot of movies, really. Okay. Um, and the last thing that she really did was a TV show. Mm. She was in called Crisis in Six Scenes, which I've not seen, actually, so I need to watch it. Mm. I think it's on Amazon.
1: Yeah, it was a Woody Allen. Mm. Very old, yeah, 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 very Woody Allen. I don't think Amazon really want but, uh, <laughs> <much anymore. laughs>
2: but no, it's it's kind of, it's the first thing we've really seen her in for a while. So, isn't she in a
0: Seth Rogen film? I'm sure I remember watching a Christmas film and she's in it and like as herself.
2: It's yeah, really weird. yeah, she's done quite a lot can't of them. I can't remember what that film's little called little and it's gonna cameos. Drive me mad. Um, Sex and the City. Yeah. Is she, is she in Sex and the
1: <sighs> City? Two, isn't
2: it? Yeah, just, wow. as, just as a cameo as herself.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: But we don't talk about that film too much. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Uh, we'll move on from that. Anything else that she's in?
2: Um, She did a movie called The Last Song mm-hmm. in 2010 which is where she met her husband, Liam Hemsworth.
0: Ah. They started
2: that together. Yeah, she's done She's done quite a lot of movies, but it just, it's just sort of exciting to to see uh, kind of back doing, doing acting.
0: Especially one that's so close to her.
2: Yeah, and it was obviously, you know, I think a bit of a shock for people when they realised that she was doing it. But um, apparently Charlie Brooker has said that she, the reason she said she wanted to do it is because she knew it would pay people off and mm. she's all about that and mm. i think that's amazing like she's just so i saw her live in my uh, middlesbrough last week a big weekend and she was saying then that kind of the music that she's doing now she's just brought out an ap today actually so fancy that no um plug just <laughs> <laughs> It's called She Is Coming, available on iTunes and other platforms. She said, <laughs> <laughs> she said um, that this is the music that kind of feels truest to herself right now. Okay. So obviously that's quite reflective in it as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think it's amazing that she she just doesn't care what people think. And she's like, you know what? I'll do this because it'll
0: annoy people. Does she care what people think? Because I think that's just, her she, persona. No, nah, she doesn't care, I think, she, I think she cares. Nah. Probably not as much. As others do, but I still think she cares. Just She wants to look like the iconoclast. She wants to look a bit rebel. She wants to look a bit tough while she wants to have her cake and eat it. She wants to be kind of poppy, but she mm. also wants to be a badass.
2: Mm. I mean, she's cleaned up her image a lot, obviously, like since mm. the whole Robin Thicke twerk and thing. This. And yeah. Oh my
1: God. Yes. <laughs> but, Sorry. <laughs> lol.
2: I still loved her then. But yeah.
1: That was my favorite, Molly. She's
2: a. Uh, just cleaned up a lot she's kind of reinvent not reinvented herself but i think she was just sort of
1: it kind down
2: of a bit. kind of like ashley i think she was just sort of struggling to find who she was so what it was her overcompensating was. and then yeah back and... i think you know she was sort of she wanted to get as far away from that disney image as possible and you know i mean parents complained So much over the fear of their children Mm. associating this new Miley with the old Miley that they pulled Hannah Montana off the air. And they didn't show it anymore because of, and you know, it's a great show. Everyone needs to see it. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) What were some of your favorite parts of the episode or any quotes that, you know, really stuck out to you?
2: I mean, the cable one. Well, <laughs> obviously, I can't really repeat that.
0: The cable one is quite funny. It's in the trailer. Uh, obviously, you know, that's an uncomfortable place for a USB mm. port. I'm just going to say. It is. You speak from experience. I mean, you know, right now I'm charging. So, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know.
2: James is a robot. We've already just discovered.
0: Fuck twist. James <laughs> was an AI
1: the whole time. Um, uh, I quite liked, I quite liked, and I already mentioned it, when she just couldn't get out the door. And she was like, I'm going to go do oh, this. And it was very like, empowering. And I was oh, like, I well, can't get yeah, out. yeah, her
0: exact thing is something like she asks the girls to help her and they go kind of, no. And she's like, fine, fine. I'm going to do this by myself. Falls over. They go to help her up. She's like, no, if you're not going to help me, then I will do this myself. And then she gets up, makes that big speech, angrily arms. goes towards the door. Yeah, with her little arms and a little frowny face. And then, of course, she looks at the door and goes, oh, could you just open the door, please? Yeah, no, that was was a sweet little one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the cool, a lot of the moments with Ashley too are quite memorable because she's so funny. And obviously, Miley's really good at voice work. I Mm. wasn't expecting that, you know, obviously some actors. Have you not
2: seen Bolt? The Disney movie she was in? No, I have not. She voiced Penny?
0: Well, see, you're just saying words now. (laughs) If it's not Black Mirror, (laughs) I don't watch it.
2: (laughs) Well, watch Bolt. It's a great animated Disney movie about heroic dog.
1: You've seen Guardians too. Come on, yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you've you seen have, other things, James. Do
1: you have any other favourite moments, Vicky?
0: I think um,
2: you know the the scene where they kind of burst into a house and they find her unconscious body, mm. and that it's just so dramatic and it's really tense. You don't know what's going to happen. You as don't as know if well. she's going to survive, or in you know the the moment where she kind of breathes back into life. It's powerful moment mm. definitely i like that whole scene i love the drama
0: yeah I, I agree with you i think that scene's quite strong i almost wanted it to go for the full black mirror because obviously that's the moment where you're like oh god this is what happens mm. and i kind of part of me did want it to go they pull the plug she's dead but obviously she's living on in ashley too or what are the implications i thought that was cool did
2: you think ashley too was going to become the new ashley I'm Ashley one. No, I didn't think so. I <laughs> thought she
0: was going to be her own thing because that's a, another thing uh, that would come up in <clears throat> if you could clone your personality. From the second you two are living separately, you're different people. True, which is an yeah. interesting philosophical thing that's covered in many things about what would happen if you digitize your mm. your personality. Did you ever kind of really
1: care for Rachel? Yes, because um, Jack was really getting on my nerves. Really? The sassy attitude. let her have her moment. Let her enjoy her Ashley a bit shamelessly while you're like rocking off in the corner. Like she can See, I probably would
0: have been Jack. You know, I was very much like that when I was a teenager. So, you know, I would have been, oh, this pop rubbish. Oh God. You with your little plastic I
2: really really felt for Rachel. I thought, yeah, she's just such an outsider. And I felt like she had no friends. And she's going through such a hard time
0: she doesn't develop
2: well yeah she gets she, she's friends with ashley at the end she does i mean That's obviously jack got the better deal because she's in the band but like <laughs> Jack got the way <laughs> better
0: deal yeah i kind of thought it was going to be stereotypical like you know you see jack straight away playing bass with with ashley mm-hmm. and i kind of thought oh rachel's going to be up there too nope she
2: could have even played the tambourine. movie you know something couldn't yeah, she? she
0: didn't even
1: try but no nah, no nah, give
2: front. her a triangle you know what i mean everyone could play with that but no, I did.
1: <laughs> she left with the bread bins, I think. Yeah.
2: I did, I, I did really feel for Rachel. I think we can all identify with, um, you know, just a lost little girl or boy who feels alone, feels like they've got no one. Like we've all felt like that at one point. And I just wanted to hug her.
0: There's a Bear kind mate. of dangerous fantasy uh, combining, uh, the technology that combines a toy your idol mm. and an AI, or essentially a person, so you, you know, to be your friend that's a really weird blending and also yeah. crossing several lines. I mean, an idol is someone you look up to from far away, mm. and then a friend is something different, and they, you know, have responsibilities to you. Yeah. And if they give you bad advice, which Ashley does, I'm sorry,
2: yeah, I think that's the danger of it as well. That once she had this Ashley, too, she didn't need anybody else as far as she yeah. was concerned. She, and she, prob- on. she probably would have, if that little Ashley too, had just continued the way
0: it was. Just um, giving her rubbish ad- Well, yeah. not rubbish advice. She's but I, I don't, positive, but, you know, she's, she's not bit, being helpful. She's a bit like... She's a yes man. She's a bit
2: like one of them parents on The X Factor. When you go, why have they told their child they can sing?
0: Yes. She's yeah. one of them. Yeah.
2: But I just think that is the danger of it, because if it had it just continued, like n- normal ill Ashley too... She would have never felt the need to go out, talk to anybody else, try to make friends. She would have just, a life would, would have, have been stayed. totally consumed. Yeah. And she would have happily just gone to school, not talk to anyone, come back and sat in her bedroom all night talking to Ashley
0: too. Except that she enters the talent show on Ashley's advice.
2: Well, yeah. But like you say, it was bad advice.
0: Yeah, it, it needed some she moderating. Wasn't, she
2: wasn't ready. You need she, more work, Rachel. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel.
0: And that makeup, my God, girl, what are you doing? I know <laughs> the wig. But but bless her, you know, she she got the advice. She kind of she tried, um, and I don't think she did badly.
2: But do you think Ashley she too tells panics? you whatever you want to hear? Oh, she's a total yes. She's a bit
1: man, of a, yeah. a, a bit of a yeah. Siri Alexa, So if you are like, whatever brand, she does kind of just like offer the advice that you're looking for. The in, most shallow empowering. advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and
0: because there's no obviously we know that deep down there was a personality behind it but when it's limited there isn't much behind it so it's just you can achieve anything it's like well no, can you mm. it's platitudes yeah, you can't you yeah. can't
2: say that about Siri though because that it's not as nice as you think so I've got the boy one right obviously what? you can get boy Siri ah so anyway I once asked I didn't well, know that I once asked Siri to tell us I was pretty and you know what he said what? I don't look at you that way
1: I have friend zoned wow well, you were friend <laughs> <laughs> Well, my Siri told me that I'm beautiful.
0: Well, uh, I think if I ask uh, Alexa that, she just goes, sorry, I don't know that one. Oh, wow. That's you better. don't know me. Let me Google all that time. for you. That's
2: better than just storm cold shooting you down. I was heartbroken.
0: Siri basically told us I was an ugly, and he didn't want anything to do with this. One thing I thought was really interesting is literally as soon as Ashley Two is turned on, she starts asking loads of questions like, hey, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, how old are you? Um, do you have any siblings? She, like <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of stuff like rapid fire. And I instantly kind of thought, oh, that's like an Alexa. Because, you know. Did your
2: Alexa ask you that? He asked me a lot of things. Where you A live? lot of deep personal questions. <laughs> are you wearing? Questions.
0: But it was more like, okay, because I thought at this point when I first watched it, i thought oh, okay where's that information going what's going on Cause mm. she asked a lot of questions and i thought some of them weren't necessarily relevant straight away and to ask a kid like uh, but obviously it went in a different direction mm. but that's really interesting that that technology you know we we have that now you have things that will ask those things like alexa like siri Do you think that's quite interesting mm.
1: don't I mean, they report you to the police now as well do, do they? they overhear crimes and things really well, that
2: means if your how does it
1: determine a crime? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to claim that I'm oh, okay. Fair enough.
0: But then,
2: mm. do you think phones Something are always listening?
1: Something you to Google, viewers? Yeah, you yeah, maybe yeah. ask your Alexa
0: about.
2: Yeah, ask Alexa.
0: My Alexa knows that the that Whatever I ask it. Sorry, I don't know. But that Yeah,
2: one. That, that's if you, you know, if you think that your phone's always listening to you, and then could sense you are in danger because you could be making those kind of noises for a whole different reason.
0: Wow, <laughs> we went there. Wow. Yeah, sorry, yellow at the tone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we figured. <all thinking> it <laughs>
0: um easter eggs did you guys see any interesting easter eggs in the episode um i saw one big one actually no i saw two quite noticeable ones i'm sure there was obviously loads but from my watch i saw so first thing i saw was on um the aunt's wall in the office she has a big magazine called sugar ape with a um going to say miley then with an ashley Mm. on the front cover sugar ape is a reference to one of charlie brooker's earlier works called nathan barley and it is a magazine where the uh, protagonist works it's a horrible kind of shortage magazine and it's such a good show i definitely recommend if you're a fan of charlie brooker (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're a fan of charlie brooker to check it out it's it's he did that work with chris morris and Mm. it's just so good so dark really dark comedy but very 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 funny and the other one was a reference to my favorite episode of black mirror there's an advert for the willow grain which is the implant that records your memories and that's playing ah. in the background at one point and i thought that was absolutely amazing i liked that that was in the same world and it fit in uh, because that advert has an american voiceover and obviously, this episode is based in America, mm. so I thought that fit really well. And I just love tie-ins to my favourite episode. So you know. yeah, I'm not I'm
2: not really very good at spotting those kind of things usually. I'm a, nothing... I'm, a, I'm a bit rubbish at it
1: <laughs> it's nice like... to read the like little explainer articles where they tell you about all the easter eggs that, yeah. that we probably write I'm
2: quite bad for if I'm watching something I sit and read the trivia on IMDB at the same time
0: oh and you're like oh I didn't know that <laughs> and I'm like oh Miley that's Harris. interesting didn't Miley. realize that was
2: Miley oh <laughs> my gosh
0: yeah yeah. There's usually some good ones uh, when the news uh, reports come, so they're the sort of ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's quite famous for playing with those uh, and putting things in, although I, I checked today and I don't remember seeing anything on that.
1: I, re- I do reckon that the songs or, like, a music video or something will pop up in a, in a future episode. Oh, 100%. It's, like, oh, it's yeah. the ideal sort of thing that they can That they can through. just easily put in yeah, the background yeah.
0: or, or reference to or posters in the background for, like... Yeah. Ashley, Me, and Ashley and yeah, gig. Oh, I think we'll see an Ashley too somewhere. I mm. think she's going to pop up on someone's like counter or something. Yeah, I don't think she'll do anything meaningful, but I think that she's definitely going to pop up. Speaking of the music, the music was done by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, and I just thought it was a really cool choice. Um, it sounded very Nine Inch Nails uh, the the songs, mm. which is weird because the first time I heard it, I thought, "Oh yeah, this is quite poppy," and the lyrics kind of mean nothing. And then she sings exactly the same song at the end. And obviously throughout the episode, you hear the song many more times. So the lyrics kind of do get drilled into your head. Mm. I'm on a roll. Yeah. Okay. I've heard that a lot. Um, (laughs) But they were really cool and they were kind of malleable as well. So it went from something sounding very poppy to being able to be twisted at the end Mm. and, be dark and kind of rocky.
1: Well, yeah, it was just like when they're scanning her. One of the songs from her dreams and things. They just completely switch it on its head that with was that amazing. technology. being like, let's up the positivity on that, and let's like change that and change the tempo
0: yeah it's very interesting to see how like realistic that is obviously it's taken to the nth degree because it's black mirror and this is sort of future tech but um it'd be interesting to speak to like a music engineer and just be like because they do auto-tune stuff they do tweak things a lot um producer dan in the studio he often adds a little bit more positivity to my voice (laughs) normally i sound like eeyore from winnie the pooh but uh he just turns up the positivity dial and suddenly we're
2: really happy like tigger
1: yeah yeah, you ought to Tigger. <laughs> you sure he's not giving you those uh, those pills? <laughs> well, he is like my momager. He's,
0: he's in the background, like, laughing. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah, you're doing great, sweetie, but, <laughs> but I'm going to poison you. <laughs> and I'm going to make a replacement for you. Um, right, sorry, I'll... Um...
2: Well, this is the thing, right? If you think about all the episodes put together, yes. you've probably said every word that you'll ever need to say. So all Dan needs to do—I
0: don't think I have yet—is
2: uh, sit and put those words in the right order. It would take a while, but I reckon he's got it in. Him. Oh, he's
1: a—he's a dedicated <laughs> man. I've <laughs> seen him. I've seen him do some crazy things. One thing I did want to get both your opinions on yes. was to do with the fourth wall breaking <laughs> at the end. Oh, where when Catherine looked looks at the at camera, the camera, yes, because it kind of surprised me because d- it wasn't a case that I would have kind of naturally expected. Yeah,
0: Do you know, part of me. Yeah, I it it didn't really fit in with the rest of the episode. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's she's kind of undone. I thought it was weird how she instantly when the cops come in, she they're not even looking at her and she goes on the floor and goes, I don't wanna die, I don't wanna die, I don't wanna die, and is freaking out which is I I thought was a bit weird. And then obviously when Ashley pops out, she just looks at the camera and sort of swears, which is so Yeah, it's weird that she looks at the camera. Part of it made me think Because the first time I was watching this, I was still looking for the, oh, here's the black mirror bit. Oh, here's the bad ending. I was expecting her to be looking into camp, like to look at the camera and then it it was going to cut to Ashley in a coma. And this is what she wants to happen, but isn't happening. You know, I would have been a twist. Well, exactly. And I thought, okay, it's, it's leading to a cut. She was in a coma the whole time. Like The second half of this entire episode has been in her head. But no. No such reveal, or maybe, but no. It's one way you could interpret it.
2: There's a sequel.
0: Still... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've made so much money, we're going to get Miley back. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, she doesn't cost that much. No,
2: nah, she do it. <laughs>
0: um, one important thing I wanted to discuss about this episode is control is a key theme of this episode. From, like, real Ashley, her life being controlled by her aunt, to Ashley 2 being literally controlled. There's a block on her head. The only counterpoint to this is the two girls, Rachel and Jack, they seem to have less control, which is kind of a point in your life when you're a teenager. Mm. You know, you do mm. feel like you you need some control and it's gone, or at least you're pushing back against it. I thought that was really interesting. Even the machine um, keeping Ashley under, like says, status yeah. controlled. And I thought that was really interesting. And even the dad's business, his pest control, so... It, It just runs through that
2: comes in handy, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, does it? Anyone can throw a taser at someone. Have you ever done it? I've thrown a taser.
1: Yeah. No. There you go. I think you'd have remembered if you did. Well,
0: I was thinking (laughs) I've thrown other things, but I don't want to discuss it. Yeah, you didn't really need to think about it. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it is really interesting. I think that the like sort of coming together of these characters is they've all got something that each other needs. And the kind of That's The work together as a team. Those three girls separately on the own and Ashley too, yep. three and a half girls couldn't have done what needed to be
0: done. I mean, Ashley just needed doors <laughs> opening <laughs> oh, <no>. for her. <laughs> Ashley too could kind of do. No, how
2: was she going to get all the way there to the house? She's
0: going to wheel her way she there. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> someone, bring her uh, a bunch of spare battery battery packs. around. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Th- no, but do you know what I mean? I think the kind of. That there was a goal that needed to be achieved here. Yeah, they couldn't none of them could have possibly done it on their own, but they all had something that each other needed and they kind of worked together as the perfect team. Mm. And they gelled really well. And they all brought out something in each other as well mm. that needed just that little push.
0: So one last question for you guys: uh, Hit or miss? Where do you think? Or do, did you enjoy the episode, or did you not enjoy it? Where would it fit in your rankings of like top Black Mirror episodes?
2: I mean, it's right up there for me. Really, I absolutely loved it. Is
0: it? Is it your number one?
2: <sighs> well, I think I need to watch it again. Yeah, they I think, do take a little while. to I percolate. think it's you know the I loved it, absolutely loved it. But I think the first time around, you're never going to take it all in. No. Um. But like kind of my favorite, like Nosedive.
0: Oh, good one, yeah.
2: White Christmas. And yep. I can't remember what it's called. What's the Dayton one called? Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. They're like my top episodes ever. Really? Yeah. It's
0: completely different to mine. That's yeah. That's really interesting. I
2: really like the kind of the the commentary on like social media.
0: Yeah. See, that fits in, in very like much that. with you and what you do as yeah. well. That's really interesting. Like
2: basically live on social media <laughs> As an occupation, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really interesting to me, that sort of thing. And th- this is definitely in that mix, but definitely. I feel like I just need to watch it again to fully appreciate it.
0: Sure,
1: sure. What about you, Lewis? I think here, I did really like it. but I think because there was so much in terms of like themes and messaging going on, there, yeah, I think I probably wouldn't rank it as like one of my top ones because I think I've tended to gravitate more to the the darker, more kind of like isolated themes um in kind of a bit more smaller stories this was so sprawling and big and it was like a black mirror mm. kind of blockbuster hollywood mm. it was uh, like a little departure from
0: it yeah almost like a film that would be on the background of an episode
1: it was yeah it was like a very entertaining uh kind of like slice of the black mirror world but i don't know if yeah if it was quite up there with the likes of mind you what, some amount of mine are like controversial i quite like crocodile from oh wow yeah that which is quite... a lot of people were just like this is just mean but yeah that was that was Black Mirror for me so I quite like that cool Uh,
0: yeah I enjoyed it Um, I don't know if it ranks on my I was was thinking of my ranking before we came in here and I think I rated this as number seven so that's quite high up though yeah it's in my top ten but it's just it's not it doesn't break, you know. Entire history of you being my favourite band of snatch. I really enjoyed so, um, and things like Callister, Sandjuna Napiro, Plato. So I'm not just on the mm. grim endings because I've got Sandjuna yeah. No, Sandjuna Piero, yeah, That's yeah. Always up there. I think I think that was a much stronger. And as you said, the themes of this episode. While there are themes there that are recognisable, there it's a little bit all over the place. Whereas I feel with other episodes, you kind of get them a lot quicker or they're a lot more uh, concentrated yeah and like i said this one feels a little bit more disjointed but still solid episode good romp very fun which is a weird thing to say for black mirror yeah Um, great performances yeah fantastic performances yeah
2: my opinion probably is quite biased though do you know what i mean i would i would watch miley just stood in a room doing out for an hour still and i would enjoy that that wouldn't make a good hand, so. <laughs> but you know doing. that's what i'm saying uh, my opinion's a bit biased i was always gonna love it because she's in it
0: yeah well uh, yeah but as you said like she was so good but then that, and it was that, such a yeah, good casting choice and, mm. and even she has said um in a in a few uh, well we saw an interview with sort of charlie and he was saying how yeah, she said there was a lot of parallels and a lot of things that really do happen, like the yeah. doctor, you know, uh, drugging people up. And mm. obviously there was the case of Michael Jackson and lots of other cases where, like, doctors have been more mm. than happy to prescribe uh, pop stars and performers. Yeah, yeah. All the way back to
1: Marilyn Monroe and kind yeah. of those Hollywood eras exactly. of just uppers and downers yeah. to make sure that they're... and
0: being managed that way, like, chemically controlled, managed, you know? which is terrifying, yeah. but true to life.
2: I think like, that can also... Like, just a star being in something can be a lot of added pressure as well like someone like Miley because people you know like people like me who've loved her for so many years like mm-hmm. I could have easily hated that and thought that was terrible mm. I'm, I don't like Miley anymore <laughs> do you know what I mean? but it's it, it's true though isn't mm-hmm. it there's that pressure of kind of impressing people and proving that you know I didn't get this part just because I'm Miley Cyrus and I'm really famous. Yeah, I got this part because I'm a great actress. She's and I think she did actress. prove that, definitely. hundred percent. I,
0: I can't say I was a massive fan, but her acting was really, really we good. We
1: had a lot of comments on the site when the news first came out and a lot of them were saying things like, oh, Black Mirror ruined. Like, why is she <laughs> on here? Or is she going to twerk for an episode? That kind of thing. So there was a lot of negativity. There was no from, twerking. From some quarters. There was none. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Maybe the hologram will do it.
0: <laughs> yeah do anything holograms yeah um one <laughs> i noticed one plot hole that actually annoyed me a little oh bit. okay only one um, oh dear, so when uh her manager is watching her in the um backstage in the sort of green room or dressing mm. room and sees her taking the pills and stuff right she shows that quite early on like she's willing to watch her and things like that and to have that level of control when they leave her in the coma Obviously, they assume that nothing's going to happen, but they don't think to set up a camera. So when the machine goes wrong, they don't look at any fees. They just go, yeah. oh, so-and-so, get up from the couch and check she's okay. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I thought that was weird. I kind of thought, surely they'd be monitoring the hell out of this. And if the machine went wrong, a camera would kick in or there'd be one running the whole time and they'd Did see the girls like yeah. doing stuff.
2: Do you think it was a bit of arrogance, though? They were so convinced by this plan they, Maybe, but they just they didn't. The thought she's there now, that's it. We've got her.
0: I thought it was going so well that that's what started my thinking of oh, it's a coma dream, like that this is gonna mm. all go- work out and then it's gonna cut to nah, it didn't work out. You know, that's that's one of the things
1: that I think it just kind of added to the kind of like the, the whole romp caper side of it though. I think true, it, it was kind just of kind helped of... it
0: feel adventury and helped it be more fun. So.
1: Yeah, it was a very like it was more of like a Hollywood movie logic, it wasn't going to be so I think, grim and down to earth.
0: brilliant so thank you ever so much for our guests joining us today we're off to go hunt down the cast crew and creators of black mirror season five so tap subscribe or wherever you get your podcast to get a nudge for when the new episodes go live in the meantime this is a copy of james's personality sitting in your phone i guess i'll just sit here waiting for new episodes waiting for new episodes waiting for new episodes Black Mirror Cracked, we'll be right back.